0: You guys are recording now. We're recording. Yes. God, we had such well, a good we intro Well, we missed before. the intro, but yeah. uh, again, let me just say thank you for having me on your podcast.
1: Yeah, it was a really nice intro before, but good thing Anthony, the producer, fucked it up. But it's okay.
0: Yeah, um, we need to. We need to find a 16-year-old Dino. maybe.
1: Oh, dude, I can't wait. <laughs> just a little intern that can just do everything for Anthony. Uh, what were we talking about? Bikes on topic. Welcome back on topic, Sam. <laughs> It's going to be bad because I'm, I don't know if I'm going to, if I sound like I'm saying bike on topic or if I sound like yeah, I'm saying back, on, back topic. on topic. To this is bike on topic. I know we're in the first couple episodes of this, but I just want everyone to know this is bike on topic. This is the sister show to back on topic. We decided to uh, branch off into some more focused ideas. Um, also, we just back on topic sucks. We need to fix it. So, yeah, we're fixing back on topic. That's in that's a work in progress, all right? We're we're working on that currently in pre-production stages of that. But uh we decided to go on to this. Anyway. Uh as explained uh actually, well, I didn't really explain this yet to the the the, the audience. Uh this is a series that uh is gonna be basically the I interview my friends series. <laughs> we have a lucky was nine no, it's you an, so yeah so it's Anthony Sam, uh, Dino, Jimmy, who else Caroline, uh who, the sixth one who's number six
0: is it Chris. Chris is well a, Chris
1: is going to so Chris
0: Dino uh,
1: I already said Dino no
0: oh Alec.
1: Alec, um, probably Paul at some point. <laughs> That'd be great. I don't know. So that's already eight plus the already existing writers, which includes Dominic, Tyler, uh, Gene.
0: You guys use full name here for Dom. Well, that's not full name. well, oh,
1: you meant Dominic?
0: Yeah, it's not the shortened version. Dominic. Anyway, yeah.
1: These are all people that they don't care about, so <laughs> continue on. Well, well, wait, wait, wait. Well, all right. Well, they will know. Um, it matters. Well, Bike on Topic is a... Bike on, Bike on Topic is... Th- this series is basically first going to be an interview of all of my pre-bike riding friends to see how they feel about becoming new riders. So today we have Sam Hyde on, on the mic today. Hello. Good friend of mine for the last... Uh, Since we were in diapers? Know, at least 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm 22, so... I think about that age. Um, yeah, let's get started. All right. Oh, by the way, uh, just uh, so everyone knows, this episode is sponsored by Kansas Clean Distilled Whiskey. Uh, super smooth, super nice, and good whiskey. I don't know what to say. I mean, dykes it's on bikes? Dykes on bikes? No. we well, have
0: an actual thing. <laughs>
1: Yeah. we'll we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. It, it's, 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 it's a good whiskey. Let's we'll just trust us for now. Uh, Sam, <laughs> how are you doing?
0: Good, man. Uh, excited to be purchasing a
1: bike soon. All right. Let's start with that then. How are you feeling about, about motorcycling?
0: Uh, what's your first thoughts? I would say that I'm not that confident. I would t- I would yes, I am like very nervous about the situation but excited at the same time. It's a scary time. It is. <laughs> I mean, like come on, like hearing your guys stories about just crashing and falling and my mom mentioning the fact that she saw you guys crash. Oh, dude, that was a bad day. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of a put off like a little bit, but it's also like a thrill. So I can't I can't just dismiss it completely.
1: It's kind of like any other extreme sport where it's like like skydiving or, yeah. or skiing or, or anything else where it's like, you could die. There's a little bit but, of danger, but... But that's what makes it major fun. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so what... W- is this the first time, like, being, being with us that you're interested in motorcycling, or was there a time in the past where you're like, oh, man, that's so
0: goddamn cool? Yeah. I mean, come on. You, you see those guys riding around when you're a kid, and you're like, fuck, I wish I had that thing. Like... It's just a monster, and it looks like it'd be so much fun to ride and tame. But it, like now being at the age where you can actually purchase one, and it's in your grasp, it's just something I want to do even more. But um, I don't. I just don't know which bike I'm gonna get in the end. Well, so
1: uh, you're taking the course with the other the other five fellows,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and. Oh yeah, Sam is the sixth person in the class. I just didn't think of it. Did um, we not mention that? Yeah, yeah I guess not. <laughs> I thought you're uh, right in front of me. Um, what's it called? So you're taking the course with the other the other five fellows, and then there's like another three that are going to take it on later. Um, what what's your what's your thoughts on on the class you're going to be doing with a bunch of friends?
0: Well, I mean that definitely makes the experience way better because we're just going to be goofing around, of course. Uh, I'm sure somebody's going to drop their bikes. Never gonna look that down, but uh looking forward to it for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um what uh what what are you looking forward to as as a rider as uh after the class, you know, after you after you start?
0: Um turns. Lots of turns and going fast eventually. Not right off the get go, but I I mean like I'm gonna play it safe as soon as I get the bike. I'm gonna be a little bit of a pussy. I'll probably be in the guy like that's riding in the back of the group. I'm not gonna be pushing it, but as soon as like I find that confidence, I'm just excited to be able to really just go at it.
1: So you're looking for the like the sporty aspect of it? yeah yeah you're looking for turns you're looking for knee down you want to you want to be on a racetrack probably one day oh dude the racetrack i don't know that might
0: be pushing it
1: but well maybe not as a racer but may- definitely as like a, oh. like a track day like oh just one get day to go out and just go around in laps no doubt yeah i mean that's super exciting i i can't wait to to t- have my first track day i've heard many people being like, oh, you just you can't go back. You start, and it's just an addiction.
0: Is that something you've looked up
1: before? Like, dude, I've been researching it so hard. Oh my god! I mean, like for example, there's two there's two tracks. Uh, I mean, there's more, but but the two big tracks around New York City. I say around, which basically right. means <laughs> within one day's drive, <laughs> right? Because um, there's not that many. No uh, farmland. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no <laughs> nothing. <farmland. laughs> um, you basically have New Jersey New Jersey Motorsports Park, which is large. It's it's very professional. I mean, they've got I think they've got stands and they've got a lot of professional racing there. All your um, friends
0: can cheer you on.
1: Yeah, you can literally get cheered on there. Uh, I think they're a little pricey too. And I've no I know Paul actually raced at that um, himself when he was when he was doing Porsche racing. Okay. Um, but and he likes that track. But um, the only the one I, that's like okay, the one I really want to go to is New York Safety Track. That's actually in upstate New York. It's like two hours away, um, maybe two and a half hours away. But it's cool because it's dedicated for motorcyclists, so it's designed more for that as opposed to like being like a like a road course for 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 um, cars, and then like they just have motorcycle days every once in a while. Right? It's, it's a motorcycle racetrack, and I've heard great things about it. It's a little bit less professional there's not bleachers it's just like it's the, just a racetrack around the woods mm-hmm. <laughs> and then and then there's like a parking lot where you hang out before you go onto the track
0: it's just like a couple of dudes hanging out there waving you on yeah
1: yeah so i'll definitely i'll definitely you know when i start looking to go there you're gonna be coming along and you're gonna be getting good nice so you're not really looking for Bopping around. Are you looking to bop around town or are you, uh, I you mean, know, are you looking to commute with it? Are you looking to go across the country? You know, I was thinking
0: about it. I just dropped my car off at the uh, garage today, actually, and I'm uh, getting some work done there. Um, since I'm going to be commuting to my new job working for Guzman, uh, shout out there. Um, but I was thinking about it since I don't have my car right now. I really wish I had another mode of pr- transportation. So like that bike would be key. Like, if I had a bike right now, I would feel great, but I don't. So, you know, down the line, it'll definitely be a commuter. Like, I can't wait to just drive to Manhattan Beer and, like, have that as another mode of transportation.
1: Yeah, no, it's, it's like, I, I know I commute every single day and, and to school and into, into Manhattan, uh, the city, not, not, not Manhattan Beer Company, but, um, it's nice because it's like, it's it it's just so much more enjoyable than be, like being in a car in traffic just blows there's nothing that makes it fun no matter how comfy your car is or how luxurious it is it's marginally better than being in like any any old shitbox well, i don't know a, sorry i was going to say you can listen to this podcast in the car so well i mean well that that, that is true i Definitely have no problem with our with our four wheeled friends. The
0: motto of this podcast is either be on a bike or listen to the
1: podcast. <laughs> you're either riding, you're, yeah, that's true. You're either riding the bike or you're listening to the podcast. So I guess most of our audience is not riders, um, unless you're Tyler, who literally podcast, has podcasts, like listens to podcasts while he's riding into work.
0: How do you do that?
1: Uh, headphones. Uh. You just go for it. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, what was I saying? No, it's nice because it's like, I never have a boring day going into commuting a half hour on my bike, no matter how bad the traffic is because I just lane split and just, I don't care. Um, but now that's its own conversation. Um, but, uh, what was I saying before? Oh yeah. So, so, so commuting for sure. Are you looking in at, at you know, uh, like long haul journeys like road tripping and stuff or are you are you more just for the the sport and the commute?
0: I doubt my first bite will be able to make the long trips, but Once I get to that point, I'll probably be purchasing something else that can make that trip But I just wanted to ask you what when did you find the confidence to lane split? Because I feel like I would not be confident at all for months like
1: <laughs> uh Well, so that's that's a that's a fun conversation uh, uh, that could be put into a larger conversation about lane splitting. But basically the confidence itself is about 10 minutes after you get stuck in traffic because literally it's like, I was like, I'm never going to splitting. That That's quick. stupid. That's so dangerous. That what the quick. hell am I going to do lane splitting? I'll just sit there. I don't care. And I went to the George Washington bridge and sat in that line at like Eight in the morning,
0: <laughs> you're just pulling your hair out,
1: and I'm I'm sitting there, and my and you know like the engine's getting hot between my legs, and I'm sweating, and I got full gear on, and I'm inching forward every couple minutes, and I'm going like, and I'm looking at my phone, you know, it's like on the dashboard, and it's got some geeks. it's like oh, I still got 25 minutes in my commute, and I'm only two miles away, <laughs> like about 10 minutes sitting there, I'm going, well, I mean, there's no cops. If we just went slow, (laughs) you know, it's standstill traffic. I mean, what's going to happen? Someone opens their door. I'll just stop. I'll go two miles. I'll just walk the bike. And that's what you do. You just sort of, you go in between and you start walking the bike nice and slow. And then you go, oh, well, I mean, no one's doing anything. So you pick your feet up and then you're going like five miles per hour. And then you just sort of. You know, I'm. I'm you know, I, I do it very responsibly. I think I don't go that fast. Some air quotes there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but but it, it literally takes after it. It takes about as long as it starts to hurt your left hand <laughs> to because you're in clutch so often, just trying to like either put it in neutral or put it in the first or just hold it so that because you know you have to move in two seconds. That's when I. I remember because I was on a ride with um, with uh, Guzman down somewhere in Jersey. And it was like a Friday. And everyone's going north to the Catskills and like thousands of cars. And I was in traffic for like 10, 15 minutes next to Guzman. And I'm my left hand is like killing me. And I'm going like, I don't want to be here. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go. Just and, I just, and I just went. Yeah. So, you know, you just... You, you, you think it's like... Uh, a scary and thing and you just walk it through and then you just get a little bit faster and then you basically just don't go more than fifteen miles per hour or something or ten miles per hour and then you're fine. Um but yeah that's I know I understand that's like a, a huge a huge thing that you wanna you wanna feel confident and you wanna take everything very slow so you 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 get good at it before you're really doing it a lot. Well I don't that's like cr- your thing rash. Yeah, well yeah well that's that's good because I was an idiot. And I crashed in like two weeks after the course, because I was like, I can take that turn on a chopper <laughs> and a chopper, but an old Jap cruiser. And it's like my buddy had a, had a um, at the time, a Honda uh, Nighthawk, which you wanted. I did. Um, Beautiful bike. But uh, a Honda Nighthawk, which that bike can turn pretty easily. I mean, it's not a sport bike, but it can turn much better than a, than a cruiser. And he was like, Mew, and I'm like, Oh, I can do that. And then not knowing that I just didn't have the skill and the bike didn't really have the ability. I'm sure it could have done it if you were good at it, but I just went straight off the road. That was a fun day. Um But yeah, no, I can understand your fear of 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 getting into a crash. I mean it's it, it is more common than a car and not maybe not more common, but more dangerous than in a car. Right. Um but again, you just gotta focus on the the fun aspect of it.
0: Well, it might be more common for me, uh, just based off the amount of car crashes I've been in. <laughs> but you know, that's uh, it's well, a bit what, of
1: an anomaly. Well, well, what's the what's the what's the constant in that? You're uh, yeah. in a car. <laughs> that's <So> true. Maybe <laughs> maybe <laughs> you're in a bike. It's a will turn the other way. Um. So yeah, you're so you're looking at Gens riding, you wanna you wanna do a little bit more sporty, something that can but something that's still good for commuting. What bike are you looking at?
0: Something that'll make me look good. I mean I look good already, but like a ninja, I like a six fifty ninja, that thing is hot. So I, I'm kind of like looking forward to picking that up. I'm gonna go check that out. Hopefully on Friday if this guy has the title. I mean he's sticking around, who knows? But there's also this triumph that I've been looking at, beautiful bike, 1995, year I was born, probably one of the best years. But you know.
1: And you're and you're, uh, you're you're Scottish descent, right? That's true. So you know that's a British bike. You're British.
0: Well,
1: I don't know. You're me you're and born. the Brits. Uh, ah, it's all right. <laughs> we'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> maybe there's a connection. Maybe not. I don't know. Um, so so you were looking at the the speed triple.
0: Speed triple. You
1: were looking at the Ninja 650. Right. Which one are you leaning towards? The 650, the 650 for 650. sure. Six fifty. It's a good bike. It's a really it's, I think it's got like sixty-five horsepower. It's it's uh it's kinda like a sport bike. It's kinda like a six hundred, but it's a little bit more upright. It's not as powerful, so it's it's much easier to control and stuff. Um and what was the bike that you were you were really hoping for?
0: Oh dude, an Indian for sure. An Indian Scout but no way I'm going to find that at my price. No. But those um, things are great. Yeah. Um and
1: you're also looking at that um the the the, the Nighthawk. Yeah. I mean that I there mean, was a there was a great deal on Craigslist for a Nighthawk which had like I don't know 7,000 miles on it. It was a beautiful bike and it was sold in like 4 days. 2500. Didn't jump on it. Yeah. Mistakes. That's that's like I, when I was researching all these bikes for you guys and stuff and you know I, I would like tab them and I'm like yeah I would like I mean I, I assume most sales take like two three weeks and like out of like the six three of them all sold in the first four days I found them and I was like oh, all right great. And so now I just got to keep looking because all these really good bikes are selling including yours. Um, so you're looking at the at the 650 uh what are your fears? What are you what are you afraid of? What are you
0: What do you think you won't be good at? I think that I won't be good at I think like I'm going to have trouble just starting up and like getting that confidence. Like in general, like riding your cruiser before when like I was just trying to figure things out, like going around turns and everything, like it just felt so clunky and I just did felt a little awkward on it. So gaining that confidence is definitely going to take me a little while. I'm hoping that this class is just going to kill that, but um, regardless, like it's not going to be a problem. Like that's all just, you know, beginner stuff. Like any sport you play, you always feel a little awkward in the beginning, but once you get the hang of it, no big deal.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, what's nice about the class is it it's all low speed maneuvers. Right. So it's like turning <laughs> figure eights, uh, like like pretty pretty tight circles Mm -hmm. um like almost drop the bike circles but you you just you just gotta learn how to do them um a lot of like crash prevention you know like swerving and and dealing with obstacles on the road and they do it safely and they like they just explain like listen this is what you do and you just keep and they and you you just keep doing it until you get it in your head i mean
0: what could a swerve look like, man? Like uh, what is practicing a swerve look like? Is there just like a cone in the middle of the road and you're just dodging it or does somebody like jump out in front of your bike and you're like, oh shit? I don't remember what the
1: what the actual object they put in front of you, but they basically I think they put like two cones in front of you and or no, what what it is is they put um it's, they just do everything with cones and then and, and they, they tell you like, you know, when you hit this cone, swerve right. And then when you hit that cone, not hit it, but like when you get to that checkpoint, swerve back left, and we want to see how tight you can make that that thing or something. I, I don't remember; it was three years ago, but um, it was it was easy. It was it was something simple and and made sense. And they were like, you know, don't be afraid. Like like I know it feels unnatural to do this thing, I know it feels unnatural to do that thing, but just do it and trust us that there's a science and a physics behind it. And and it makes sense. Right. So, and then you do it and you're like, oh, I get it. And then, you know, the, I, I mean, at the the MSF course I took was at RCC and those guys were really helpful and nice and they were not hard asses and they were accepting of all questions. I know you guys are taking it in uh, Ulster Community College. I don't know who they are, but I'm, I'm sure, you know, anyone that rides a bike is a pretty cool dude. So I'm sure they're going to be like happy to, teach and, and and give you good advice.
0: yeah so the reason why I asked you I don't know if you were there for the market and when this British dude walked over to us and he was talking to me about the the course that he took in Britain were they literally oh. were you there for that? No
1: but okay. I can only explain
0: So he was literally telling us that they actually pay a guy this is this is his job. they pay a dude for these courses to just jump out in front of these bikers. And they have to swerve out of their way. Now, one of these guys was actually killed because, believe it or not, they jumped out in front of a bike that wasn't taking the class. Now, oh my god! Yeah, like how does that happen? That's so bad. That's terrible. Now, like if we, I can't imagine we allow that in the states, though, right? Like,
1: there's no way. No Dude, way. There's no, well, not only that, but it's like in the rest of the world, for whatever reason, it's like they make it so difficult to get anything, like your driver's license, your motorcycle license, your whatever. Which I I understand, like, they probably have better drivers. They probably have uh, safer things. But at the same time, it's like, uh, you know, it's like stuff like that. That's just like, it's just dumb. Like, why would you send a real human? to jump out of a, in front of a motorcycle. Why is that good? That Why is that good for the person jumping? And why is that good for the guy on the motorcycle?
0: Who is this helping? <laughs> you can helping? kill
1: two people. I understand. Like a car at the car makes some more sense. You can only kill the guy jumping out in front. Yeah. Like very unlikely to kill the guy in the car. But why a motorcycle? <laughs> I don't know. That's silly.
0: Dude, it's almost as bad as their police uniforms, honestly. <laughs> so
1: and their cars, and and their silly cars. like Skodas, and like <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd love to go to like Europe on my Gixxer six hundred, isn't? Because they get like you know you have to be like forty five to get that to get a Gixxer six hundred no. or something. Yeah, like do they your your CCs are restricted by your age. What
0: is that? What yeah. kind of
1: law is that? It's dumb, dude. It's, this is the
0: same place. They, where they hire these dudes to jump out in front of these? Bikes. Yeah, these are the same places
1: in Europe and stuff. Everyone, every everyone in my age, I doubt I could get anything bigger than, bigger than like a two fifty. I mean, like it's silly. So, I would love to go there and just like see a cop and be like, bye, <laughs> gone. Um, so funny. Um, but uh, all right. So, so you're looking. You know, you're you're afraid of. Uh, you're looking to improve your turns and stuff. And so past your fears, I know that almost every single rider has a familial issue with riding. My parents were against it. You know, Dino's parents are against it. Everyone's parents are against it at some point. How's your parents?
0: Um, we don't talk family? about that. <laughs> <laughs> Do actually, they know? No. And I'm <laughs> going to avoid the conversation completely. Um, I'm just gonna stash my bike at your house, and uh, when I move out of the house, which will hopefully be very soon, um, paying rent. But um, yeah, that's just a conversation that I don't want to have. <laughs>
1: and did your mom have a previous conversation with you about oh, bikes? Oh, <laughs> <I mean>, absolutely. <laughs> what happened as, there,
0: dude? As soon as she saw you fall, she came <laughs> home and she was like, "Sam." You're never riding one of those fucking bikes. If I ever see you on one of those goddamn things, I'm killing you myself. And I was like, well, I'm like, I'm already gonna die if I get on one, but <laughs> like, what do you want from me? It was your fault, Greg. <laughs> it was your you try fault. To get us the bus, All
1: right, wait, you to get be to be fair, the but the the crash that she that she saw wasn't really a crash. It was wet outside. It was morning I just it was like a half a mile from my house I'm turning left it's it was rained the previous night um, the car, tires were cold and I you know leaned left to make the left turn and I simply just lost the the, the rear wheel and like that's reasonable it's cold and it's wet Dom did it twice. You know, everyone just at like you know, it's just it skid a little bit. I was doing like five miles per hour. It just skid. It just looked bad because I kind of flung off the bike because
0: (laughs) because this just doesn't sound because (laughs) because it
1: just sort of like lost grip, got grip, flung me the other way. Oh, okay, this sounds bad. So, but. But I was, I was no, no shot. I was doing more than ten miles per hour. There's <laughs> no shot oh would put money and my life on it that I wasn't doing more than ten miles per hour. But I just saw him to fly like five feet, and your mom <laughs> saw that on nine W, and I like just got up and I was like, that blows. And then she came over and was like, "Are you okay? Are you okay?" And I'm like, no, "Like, uh, like." Wow, I can't. Amy. Amy, there we go. I knew start with it. Amy. I was like it's okay, don't worry. Like it's we're fine. Like like I just dropped the bike. I just accidentally slipped a bit. It's okay, don't worry. And she just had like a fit and left. And I was like, it's okay. Like I'll go home by myself. And I'll just <laughs> I'll skip school today. Yeah, like, right. I'll be fine, right? Um, just- then and, and then I guess that's when she went home. You're probably in bed on your phone, and you're just like,
0: you're never getting on that goddamn bike. <laughs> Your stupid idiot friends. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she actually woke me up. That's to tell hilarious. me. Definitely was asleep. <laughs> it's not the kind of wake up call you want. Just hearing your mom yell about the fact that your, one of your friends crashed in the neighborhood. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was fine. I don't
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> it was a crisp, yeah. There was a
1: little scratch, but that was because I dropped it, not because it crashed. It's just the uh, just you know. Built you up a little bit, yeah, you just find you just figure out like okay, when it's wet and you just got left your house, you yeah. just don't get on the on the on the pedal it's <laughs> actually
0: made you a better rider,
1: yeah, I think it's fair to say no, I am definitely a better rider because I've crashed three times um <laughs> I am definitely i've haven't crashed it has been two years since my last crash <laughs> um, <laughs> this is the uh the crashers anonymous <laughs> um meeting. Number 42. Um, but, uh, I, you know, I learned, you know, don't try to go as fast as your friends. That's lesson number one from crash number one. Uh, slow down before the turn. That's crash number two. That's because I was I was uh, going too fast and I tried to turn on gravel. And that was a disaster. <laughs> that was fun. Actually, no, that wasn't even a disaster. That was actually just genuinely fun. That was like, oh, my God, like I'm sliding. And it didn't hurt. <laughs> but it was annoying, but fun. I don't know. Crash number that. three was just don't just when it's wet, just go take it slow. Mm. And then like what else is there to learn? Just like don't just don't overshoot it. I don't know. Like, um, so that's 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 your that's your mom.
0: Well. <laughs> Does, I don't- I'm sorry. I was just going to say, thinking about it right now, you mentioned the gravel. Um, I was thinking about pulling out of your driveway down that fucking hill on a motorcycle when I'm first learning. That sounds terrifying. I have no idea how you conquered that. Well, what's great is you get brakes and and <laughs> okay. the brakes do their job
1: hopefully. Oh yeah, okay. And going down the hill is actually not as intimidating as as it as it first looks. I understand why. Like for example when Jill Jill was coming over uh she was she would park her bike at the bottom of the hill and have Dom come out and drive the bike no. up the hill to park and no. then when she wanted to leave, he had to bring the bike no. to the road so that she can get on the bike. Uh, so that was really bad just laying in bed and making him get up yeah like I'd like oh babe I need to go can you can you go can you that's take care of the bike for me that's the worst now yeah the, the, the hill looks a little bit intimidating but you just you just go up the hill and you park and then you learn that you just gotta swing it around and go down the hill and you just <laughs> use your brakes you look left and right you put your feet down and and you just be careful and take it slow. Okay. Don't shoot out of it and hit Cass down the road as she's flying by. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, it's it's not that bad. Plus the plus the, there's no gravel at the bottom. I mean there's a little bit of gravel at Well, the bottom, you guys
0: probably did you get rid of that for a reason or We
1: got rid of that because we had to keep scoop scape, uh scooping gravel. Like the gravel would wash oh, down. Oh, because it of the so fucking annoying. snow and
0: shit. Snow and
1: hurricanes and hurricanes you know, <laughs> oh, and you can, like shit. hurricane Sandy you have to driveway washed um, away. Right right, like, All right right well I guess it's time to pave um but yeah uh it, yeah gravel sucks you know you're on gravel and you just take it slow you go five miles per hour you're on mud muds muds even worse because mm-hmm. then you're you're slow but you don't want to put your feet down so like uh. so you have to go five miles per hour without touching the ground like uh. the floor is lava um, you obviously you know if you boots for you're on a dirt bike and you know you do trail riding you're used to it but like if you've got your nice gear on you don't want to
0: get that muddy yeah you don't and you don't want to get your bike muddy especially if it's your nice bike no nah, no way um that that's annoying <laughs> um I mean when you're rolling up to anywhere you want to look nice and clean yeah
1: um you'll be but yeah the, the, you know you just learn to do it and it's the first time for everything and you just figure it out oh I didn't ask you what's your um What's your price range for your first bike? What are you looking Um,
0: at? 3000 max. I mean, it's a lot to have. I mean, it's not not that much. But I'm just uh, like, people keep telling me, drop your bike. You're going to have to pay for all this plastic and shit. And I'm like, well, you know, I don't know how much it costs to put on those like protection pieces, like to protect the plastic and protect you from drops. But that sounds like it's going to be pricey plus the gear. I feel like the whole setup's probably gonna be what? Like five grand in total? Well, so the way I
1: I did my first bike, all my gear and the course costed me about three thousand dollars. I was three thousand three thousand three thousand deep. I got the bike for two two K. Okay. I got the uh my helmet, let's say it was like I don't know, two hundred two hundred, maybe a little bit less, like a hundred fifty. I don't really remember. Um, so let's say 200, uh, my jacket, 200, my gloves, 100. That's a hundred, that's, uh, a, that's 500. The course is 300. So it's 800. My boots, uh, 150. I feel like we need and a whiteboard. Pants, so here. maybe a little bit more than a whiteboard. Yeah. <laughs> Just do like some math. Um, so a little bit more than 3k, like 3,100 bucks okay. for all in. You could definitely do without pants. Because
0: so it's just naked. It's
1: like well, no, you, I mean no. You boxers. do you do your regular jeans or like a heavy. So heavy not boxers.
0: No, what if yeah, they have yeah, hearts definitely. on them? Well,
1: skulls Well, if you've got the hearts or cheetah
0: print. Okay, cheetah print. <laughs> <I don't laughs> those are cheetah. great. <laughs>
1: nice speedos. Speed. Ooh, now see I, that might be a secret I haven't seen yet because okay. I've seen the boxers and I've seen the uh, the gym shorts. Ooh, and the sweatpants. But (laughs) speedos—it's a different level. That's like really having it out there. I think I think the confidence is—I think we might be onto something. Yeah, I think that's—I think that's actually prevents you from crashing. (laughs) (laughs) The fear (laughs) of crashing is so huge.
0: The amount of confidence that the speedo gives you—it's just like (laughs) a force field. (laughs) It's
1: perfect. No, you could definitely do without like riding pants. You know, like. You should have them, but if you have heavy, heavy denim or something, I mean, I, it, nothing will replace riding pants, but let's be honest. Most of your injury is going to be on like when you're sliding, You're if you're on your back, probably most of your sliding is going to be on your ass and your back. Mm. And if you feel your ass hurts, you're just going to raise your feet and go on your ass on your back. Um, I feel like your legs can take it. I don't know why I don't have any scientific proof or anything. <laughs> I just, I just feel like your legs can take, it. uh, boots. You don't need riding boots so much as you just need like heavy boots. So right. for example, Tyler uses his, um, red wings Okay. and I'm sure they're fine. Uh, I have riding boots, but, uh, you know, my red wings would probably do fine. If you have like a heavy set boot and stuff, something with like a, Kind of like a harder material or stiffer material. Well,
0: I've got that, that old that pair of Merrells that I use for my work. I don't know if those would be good, but
1: I I, I haven't seen them, but I feel like they. I mean, if you have work, it's basically work boots. If you yeah. have heavy work boots, you, they would work. Okay. Um, basically, the only things that I think you really need is a helmet for sure, full full face or at least a um one of those modular ones, which can come back down. Basically full face, but you know you could just flip it up every whenever oh, you want. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Um, a a jacket like a real jacket, mm. and 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 gloves. Gotcha. Because the gloves, you know, when you when you go down, every single time I've been down, all three times, using uh, it the you just you put your hands down first. You're trying to catch yourself, yeah. so you don't want to fuck up your palms. Right. Just get a nice pair of gloves that really. Fit well on you and they're comfy. Even if they're 150 bucks, I mean it's if I mean I mean if you can find them for 80 or 70, that's great. But if you find a glove that basically get the glove that you know you're gonna wear because if you don't wear them, if you buy a glove that you don't, any gear you buy and you don't feel comfortable with it, uh, in the store, but you're like I'll wear them anyway. I'm like I'm not a bitch. I'll just wear them. You're a bitch. You're not gonna wear them. So make sure whatever you buy is comfortable for you. Right. Because so that you wear. them. Because I made the mistake of buying some gear that I was like, I don't want to put this on every single time I ride, and I don't ride it, with it every single time. Right. But my gloves, my jacket, and my helmet, I always put on because I was able to fi- figure out that that's what you just got to do.
0: Um, those are some expensive gloves, man. hundred fifty bucks. I mean, that's
1: like high end gloves. My gloves were like ninety.
0: I mean, what are they putting in their airbags? Dude,
1: leather. Like really? really nice leather. Really, yeah. outside I
0: mean, or inside?
1: Uh, uh, I mean, definitely outside, but the inside maybe. I don't I, know. Do they I throw like plastic they, f- yeah. they feel. I feel like inside as well. I, I don't know. As well. Um, but th- I mean, like cushiony. They, I mean, my gloves are the Revit Chicane glove, and I, it's just so nice on my hand. They're my like. They're my favorite type of glove. Now, obviously, like Dom has a different type, and you might have a different feel, and Anthony might have a different feel, but. Um, you know, it's, they like each glove has like four different types of leather. They've got they've got obviously like deer leather, cowhide, uh, like sh- I I, uh, I know kangaroo is like a super no right? No, it's like I'm being serious. Kangaroo leather is super popular in motorcycle no gear. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, I think sheep. I'm not really sure. Is, Some other leather
0: is kangaroo leather more expensive or cheaper? Uh, I think it's more expensive.
1: Interesting. I'm not really sure. There may make whole videos about these things. Really? Um. But yeah, I got into it for three grand. If you're looking at it, you know, five grand is plenty. I mean,
0: that's a lot. I'm hoping not to spend five grand. Let's yeah. put it that way.
1: So you can you can do some cost cutting by doing the gear that is really necessary, which is the jacket, gloves, and helmet. Mm. Uh, your bike three grand bike. That means that's a bike that you're going to keep. Right. It's not like my bike. I spent two k on my first bike. Thinking like I'll have it and I'll sell it, and then I realize I don't want to sell it mm-hmm. because I don't want to deal with Craigslist. Mm. So I'll just sell it to like a buddy of mine or something. Nice. Um, but uh, you know, you can you can you can find bikes for like a thousand fifteen hundred bucks, and that's probably a more ideal first throwaway bike. But three grand is a perfect amount for a first bike that you're actually going to keep for a couple years. And that's why I think that, you know, you're making a good decision with either this uh, Ninja 650 or the Street Triple. Um, Which one's your favorite? Between those two bikes? Yeah, I have to ask. Uh, I look at the I Street Triple. I mean, I triple. know the answer. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I look at the Street Triple and I look at it and I just think, like, that's so cool. Yeah. Like, it's it's a triple. Yeah. It's not very common. It's, you know, only a couple, like like Indian, uh, uh, Triumph does it. And Yamaha does it, and maybe one other person does it. I'm not even sure about that. Um, but it's a cool engine. It's really the way that those engines work are cool. Um, that thing's got like 100 horsepower, maybe like 95 horsepower, or something like that from you know that year triple. Um. So it's powerful. Where you're going to keep it, you're not. You're never going to feel like I have too much power. You're never going to feel. You're never going to feel like I have too little power. Right. Uh, in the beginning, you're going to feel like you're going to have too much power, but then you just you ease into it. Um, the Ninja Six Fifty, I like it. Uh, sort of my mind just doesn't like the fact that you can get a six fifty and it's got sixty five horsepower, and you can get a six hundred and it's got a hundred and like fifteen horsepower. And I'm looking at the two and I'm like, why does this exist? Why can't they just make a really good four hundred? Why is the Ninja Four Hundred not? Better? Like, why is it not two thirds of a six hundred? I don't get it. But I guess that I don't know. that That's beyond me. But um I look at the triple and I like it, but you're probably gonna get the Kawasaki, the Ninja 650, which is still a great
0: bike. Um uh how much do you think that triple would be worth? Like I mean it's got a thousand four hundred miles on it. I think it's nineteen ninety-five that's
1: a great bike I mean that's a that's a good deal three thousand bucks I mean I wouldn't like you can get there and like be like hey can you help me out on the price a little bit and he'll like tat like maybe like 100 200 bucks off I like don't push it like if he's firm with 300 three thousand then just take pay through I, I think it's a great deal unless yeah. there's something wrong with it right that's why you bring someone like Tyler right. or, or at least at least Dom <laughs> yeah. not ideal but you bring him and, and that, that gives you a, uh, more concrete. They, they'll, they'll do the, the basic, the basic text. What time are we on?
0: 40 minutes. Thoughts?
1: What are you most excited
0: for? To go on the rides with all my friends. <laughs> all the boys. All the boys.
1: All right. And the girls. Oh yeah. That's, that's another initiative I'm doing. I'm trying to get every female we know. Onto a motorcycle. Ain't that right, Caroline? Oh, uh, yeah. All righty. All right, well, I mean, I guess that's uh, all I have to ask you for now. I'll check back with you after you've done the course, after you've been riding for at least the summer, and see what you've, uh, what your first thoughts of riding have been, see how it's gone, and see how you've progressed. Thank you so much, Sam, for coming on to Bike on Topic. Thanks for having me on the show. I'm happy to have you. Anthony, thank you for uh, being here <laughs> and helping out. Uh, do we even know when we're going to premiere these?
0: Uh, like, I want to say Sh- when my summer class is over, because I assume by then we'll have a batch good enough, and I'll also have a good amount edited, if that makes sense, and then I'll just start releasing them.
1: All right. So, so like July 1st. So, hopefully, so you guys should be hearing this in July. This is about mid June already, so in two, three weeks. Uh, and you guys will be taking the course in July, too. So, that's right. You'll be writing along, along with us, people, <laughs> audience members, <laughs> viewer, no, listeners. Uh, all right. Well, thank you for coming. And I'll see you guys next week with our next guest Cue Music.